Hi, this is Jeff Cobert, and we welcome you to this Disney at Work podcast. Well, in a Sunday night special, Disney cast members received notice that Bob Iger was being reinstalled by Disney's board of directors to return as CEO again of the Walt Disney Company. Minutes later, media reported the news as well, and all used words like shocked and surprised. This means Bob Chapek has now been entirely removed from the company and that a new chapter has started or perhaps restarted. We'll look at what had happened over time that led uh, to the last few days. Then we'll look at what Bob Iger should do next as he returns to the helm of the company. It's not all happily ever after yet, but this is a major step in that direction. By the way, I hope that the sound turns out okay on this. I'm trying to be a little quieter as I record pretty early so I don't wake up my family this morning. So I hope you'll understand. Um, I think we were all surprised last night um, by what uh, happened. Um, But at the same time, I was preparing a podcast for release, which is usually on Tuesday. This is earlier because of the news that has come out. I was preparing a podcast that basically looked at some things that were going on that basically said, okay, this is not good for Bob Chapek. Um, We already could see that Bob Chapek had burned too many bridges, not just among fans, but among um, cast members, particularly among Imagineers, among artists or particular um, actors, not to say all, but but he had burned a lot of bridges around too many. Um, and, um, and, you know, you can kind of keep being CEO for a while doing that, but if you fail to impress Wall Street, you've got a problem. And in the last couple of weeks, um, starting really kind of with CNBC's Jim Cramer, who is usually more entertainment than he is um, observationist but or analyst, but notwithstanding, he put it out there that Bob Chapek needed to be uh, ousted. And in fact, trading around the company was not looking good, especially since the end of the... Um, of uh, the June financial report. In fact, I want to just say, um, and and many, and even yesterday midday, there were organizations, investors that were pulling out uh, Disney from their portfolio. This is from Market Watch. Earlier this month, Disney's stock suffered its worst day since 2001 following what one analyst termed a, quote, massive earnings downgrade, end of quote. After the company in its fourth quarter earnings report forecasts significantly softer than expected single-digit growth in the coming fiscal year, far below analysts' consensus view of 25% growth. 
and a statement from MarketWatch. So again, uh, everything you could read out of out of statements being made from um, headquarters, particularly from Bob Chapek, particularly from Christina McCarthy, even from um, other leaders of the company suggested statements that they were concerned about stock and they were trying to say things that would make investors happy. And yet they were failing to impress uh, Wall Street. And then after the June report, Bob Chapek kind of panicked, started firing people. That became a big public announcement. Um, when, when a CEO, I could tell you when a CEO just says, we're going to fire people across the board or we're going to reduce inventory, we're going to start a committee at the executive level to look at labor. I can tell you, you just aren't organized to begin with. You don't just have this sudden firing um, in this certain situation. Then they turned around and raised prices on annual pass holders. They raised prices on single day tickets. They created a, a ticketing plan over last week, which suggested, hey, um, Animal Kingdom might be worth one price, but Magic Kingdom's worth a much higher price. Pass holder um, opportunities for people to purchase an annual pass at Disneyland, not Walt Disney World which was very strange. And then the next day, they pretty well shut that whole down, that whole thing down. So very confusing uh, activity that has gone on that suggested panic at the top of the food chain. And so it's not surprising um, that all in all, when you look at the, this is the result of someone who depended too much on data um, when data could be manipulated to make it look your way, didn't really bring in the experience, didn't foster relationships, which is so critical to leadership, didn't surround himself with the right people, in my view, in many situations, did not walk in the shoes of the guests and really understand where guests were coming from. That resulted in lost guest consumer confidence and sought short-term financial gains over long-term growth. So I don't want to just throw him entirely under the bus. I think there have been some really good things that have happened. And he did pull the company through a very difficult period of the pandemic. So I want to be a little fair in my observation. I also you know, need to acknowledge there's some missteps that Bob Iger has made over his tenure. Uh, the price in which he spent tens of billions of dollars to acquire Fox, and it's good to acquire something to keep your, your competitors from acquiring it, but to spend that amount of money, you could have done a lot with that amount of money. And for what you gained, I'm not sure that we gained that much. And he kind of, you know, left the organization, both without the leadership and at a time when this pandemic was setting in. So um, I, I, I want to be a little fair and a little balanced in this. And yet at the same time, oh my goodness, Bob Iger needed to come back. The one thing that needed to happen to the organization right now with everything going on is that Bob Iger 
uh, needed to come back. And in fact, let's uh, let's just read some of the things that was said um, during this period um, by the uh, chairman of the organization, um, Susan Armel, Arnold, who is chairman of Disney's board of directors. Quote, we thank Bob Chapek for his service to Disney over his long career including navigating through the company through the unprecedented challenges of the pandemic. The board has concluded that as Disney embarks on an increasingly complex period of industry transformation, Bob Iger is uniquely situated to lead the company through this pivotal time. I think that describes it pretty well. Um, at the same time, so, um, and, and, and there isn't much else that's said. Um, Bob Iger then acknowledged in an email to Disney cast members that he was returning um, to the organization. Um, the um, statement that he made is, quote, I am extremely optimistic for the future of this company and thrilled to be asked by the board to return as its CEO. Disney and its incomparable brands and franchises hold a special place in the hearts of so many people around the globe, most especially in the hearts of our employees, whose dedication to this company and its mission is an inspiration. I am deeply honored to be asked to again lead this remarkable team with a clear mission focused on creative excellence to inspire uh, focused on creative excellence to inspire generations through unrivaled bold storytelling end of quotation the um should note that um in the his statement he he uh stated um and i'm trying to look for the statement itself I thought it was um, uh, pretty funny, but um, he, um, uh, well, I can't find it right now. I th he even seemed a little surprised by, by everything that had taken place um, in this uh, very quick set of announcements, but um, uh, it, it was all very... Um, very positive and i think uh people by well overnight if you've read other what other people have said people by and large think that it was it's, it's like oz and the witch is dead um and people are excited and and there just are very few people who are saying this is disappointing news everyone is very happy about this announcement and this decision and um and frankly i am in that category now what should bob Iger do next moving forward uh, i would say the first thing in my view is that he needs to look at some people at the very top that need to go and one of them is christine mccarthy who in truth was put in as um, the chief financial officer, or, you know, well, she became treasurer of Disney in 2000. And then she kind of raised up in the ranks and replaced Jay Rasulo 
um, afterwards. But to me, I do not think she has been a good voice of reason to Bob Chapek. She should have been the first line that really helped him to make smart decisions financially. And I don't think she brought enough um, intelligence. And I, and her comment, our, our comment about how food um, portion sizes at Disney ought to be cut to benefit overweight Disney guests. I mean, it's just she, totally someone who doesn't get the Disney experience and she needs to be replaced immediately in my view. Um, the second thing I would say is that there is a whole lot of um, increased prices here and 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 uh, fire people there. I think they need to freeze layoffs. I think they need to freeze price hikes. I think the good news, I mean, it's not just the good news of him coming back in. It's not going to fix everything in the organization. But you need to be very much more strategic in terms of your layoffs and your price hikes and that what it wasn't working and some of the best talent has left the organization and if 71 year old bob Iger can come back then why not a bob weiss um why not other imagineers like joe Rody? why not have them come back to the guests at Disney, and there's so many things he could do across the entire spectrum of the Walt Disney Company, but speaking of the parks specifically, um, the reservation system actually does make a lot of sense. But the reservation system for, for guests has also become emblematic of what was wrong at Disney. And it is the symbol of what has been frustrating guests for so long. That and Genie Plus, and honestly, I think um, if you don't remove the reservation system, you definitely need to remove uh, Genie Plus and rethink that whole system right there. People, I'm not saying you can't have people pay for their chance to um, get uh, a special queue in an attraction that's been going on in other parks worldwide before Bob Iger left. But... It just, it just painted an image that it was, um, well, it just, it just painted a poor image uh, of the company. And so I think both Genie Plus and the reservation system needs to be reviewed carefully for potential removal or change. Or, yeah, that's what I think. I think if you want to make guests in the park feel better and to make it easier for them to enjoy a day in the park, I think you need to to make those um, changes. Added to that, I think you need to free up the annual pass holders joining, especially at Walt Disney World. Now, maybe you need to freeze it a little while longer and figure out how not to have the park overrun at Disneyland by annual pass holders, but there's no reason why they should not be opening back up to annual pass holders at Walt Disney World. This would benefit them in this craziness we call recession. This is a missed opportunity, and the fact that they did it at Disneyland last week for one day, but they haven't done it at Walt Disney World is a head-scratcher and confusing and all of that. I think Bob Iger, at number five, needs to 
professionally address his relationships with key stakeholders. And I don't mean Governor DeSantis per se, but, but how we deal with politicians and more importantly, how we deal with key stakeholders like China. I mean, it has been a roller coaster and the COVID situation at Shanghai Disney and what's involved there. I don't think that's been going well. That needs to be uh, readdressed. Ultimately, um, I wonder if the board doesn't need to be changed out. Now, the, the same board who made the wise decision of bringing back Bob Iger last night is also the same board that brought in Bob Chapek to begin with. I think that needs to be reviewed and revisited. I, I think there's a problem there. And I think they need to figure out, he's, he says that, well, I am happy to say that Bob Iger is not going to be the chairman of the board of directors. He's only going to be the CEO. I think that always needs to be separated out. So I'm glad to see, um, uh, I, I'm glad to see that occur uh, organizationally um, because I think it needs to be separated out. But at the same time, there needs to be a better effort to try to identify who replaces Bob Iger in two years, which he said he will be here only two years. So there needs to be evidence firsthand up front of who that might be and what that might look like. And that needs to be that needs to be a big focus as to what does the leadership of the company look like in two years. And you can't wait two years to to, to announce that. That needs to occur sooner than later. And then finally, I would say that um, this is a great opportunity to relaunch the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. I felt D23 experience, I, that wasn't a launch in my view. There needs to be a real defined moment. I thought it was very strange. If you haven't seen this new uh, Mickey Mouse short, on Disney Plus, it's it's more um, on uh, it is more of a documentary than it is. It's called Mickey: The Story of a Mouse. I don't agree entirely with everything that's said by people who know the the culture um, globally, but um, but I thought it was very strange last week that the one person who appeared during the documentary to talk was Bob Iger. It wasn't Bob Chapek. He wasn't even in the documentary. I it was a head scratcher to me that it should have been it should have been a preview of things to come at the end of the week. But I and and it, it goes back to the Golden Globes or the uh, um not the Golden Globes but um Disney's uh what is it the show that Disney has on the cruise ship they have Bob Iger talking rather than Bob Chapek. I talked about it in my podcast review of the of uh, the dream that we did a couple of weeks ago. I, I just thought that was interesting. But anyway, going back to the number one thing I think needs to happen is there needs to be a new chapter spelled out in terms of the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. That's a great opportunity moving forward. And I hope Disney takes advantage of that well you can be sure there is a whole lot more to come this is my best effort in less than 12 hours after this announcement has come out but i think 
I think I'm probably the first podcast to come out to talk about this major announcement. So I hope you can appreciate that. I hope that you can subscribe and share with others. Hey, listen to this podcast. It's talking about what's happening. And um, and also join our Patreon group, the Wayfinder Society. We want you to be a part. There's so much more ahead, and it's a very exciting big, beautiful tomorrow on its way. Meanwhile, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.